Jed Fish is continuing to be a man and a coach of his word. We are going to talk about that and the big news that happened and how this Arizona team continues to do that. Let's get started here on Locked on Wildcats. You are Locked on Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats and making this your first view of the uh, of the day. Your, get your team every day. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, now we got a lot to get to this show. We're going to talk all Arizona football right now because there is a lot of important stuff to get to. Now, first, when Jed Fish took over, Jed Fish made a promise that guys or that his players would or that his teams would get bigger across the board. And you know what? We've dealt with a lot of we've dealt with a lot of undersized teams over the years. I mean, heck. Rich Rod's teams were throwing out 250-pound defensive tackles. That's not good. Um, and not only were they throwing out 250-pound defensive tackles, they were throwing out um, guys just across the board that weren't good, that were just too small. Listen, when all your receivers are five foot seven, that's just not going to get it done. It's just the way it is. It's not going to get it done. Um, and he basically they felt that. Now, when Jed Fish took over. You can just look across the board. I mean, just heck, yes, Jacob Cowing's a smaller guy, but look at the receivers. You got a six foot five T Mac. You got a six foot four AJ Jones. You've got a, uh, a tight end position. You got a six five Tanner McLaughlin, a six five Kean Burnett. Heck, look at that on that offensive line right there. Obviously, he inherited Jordan Morgan. That was a good player to inherit right there. But then you got big Jonas Savanea, who's a monster. You got Wendell Moe, all these guys. Um, and he has continued to do that with uh, on the defensive line as well. With the defensive line, um, who knows if these guys are good or not, but they are a lot bigger, and it just makes a lot of sense that if you are bigger, you are going to uh, – if you are bigger, you are likely going to uh, be able to have a little bit of a margin for error that maybe some other players and some other teams don't. That's just the way it is. I mean, there's really no other way to put it. That's just the way it is. Now, when you look uh, – so some of these guys, though um, – on the defensive line. And then again, we're going to get to the recruit here because I think this encapsulates a lot of what Jed Fish has done. But you just look on the defensive line right now. Um, yes, Deuce Davis is a little bit undersized right there, but he's also going to be your explosive pass rusher type. And not only is he going to be your explosive pass rusher type, he is going to be the, the player off the edge that gets a little bit of bend and uh, gets after the quarterback. That's what you want to see. That's what we're looking for right here if you're a fan of the U of A. Now, um, on the defensive line, gone are the days. And again, I liked Parker Zellers. I thought Parker Zellers did yeoman's work here. Gone are the days of Parker Zellers, though. You could say fortunately, unfortunately, whatever you want to say. It, but we, I liked Parker Zellers. But he just wasn't good, big enough. He wasn't good enough. Now, Let's look at uh, then the rest of the players on this team and who you brought in. Big Bill Norton, six foot five, three hundred and thirty pound. Big Bill Norton, right there. Um, Big Bill Norton um, 
comes from Georgia. And again, you hear this all the time. And I don't want to keep hearing this argument because it drives me up a wall or say, well, we didn't do much at Georgia. Georgia is a different animal than the University of Arizona. Now, again, maybe uh, that doesn't continue to uh, maybe that continue doesn't continue to be that. But right now, Big Bill Norton is that's a different uh, animal. I, um, and uh, I think with uh, I think the one thing that you've got to uh, think about, too, is what can Big Bill Norton do? You want Big Bill Norton to be the player who can get it or who can basically take up blockers now. And because that way the linebacking core is the strength of this team. You need those guys to be able to play downhill. Big Bill Norton is the type of guy that can take up those, some of those blockers. Then look at another guy, a Tyler Manoa out of UCLA uh, slash Cal UCLA slash Cal is um, that's where uh, um, that's where like, uh, you know, I believe that this guy can play. And he has shown up. Uh, he has shown up there, and um, not only has he shown up here, he's shown up that he could maybe be that uh, Hunter. Uh, he could maybe be that uh, Hunter Eccles type player, and um, where you know what, he's a little bit under uh, underutilized. Doesn't put up a ton of stats where he's at, but he gets after the or he can get after the quarterback, and he's got a little bit of quick twitch to him. He's also a bigger guy right there. Speaking of another guy that's a little bit bigger, Tia Savea. And then you factor in a uh, Jacob Kangaika, a Tai Tai Uyaga Lele, all those guys. And um, it becomes obvious that uh, you have some abilities on the defensive line that you didn't have before. But again, you're bigger. When the average size of your defensive line is going to be six foot four, you know, 320 pounds, that's a lot different than six foot one, 270 pounds, especially when you're playing against the. Uh, the really good teams in the conference and keep in mind, it is important to say this and it's important to say this multiple times that yes, while um, uh, it, it's not the end all be all, you have an ability to um, have a margin for error that is not, uh, that is not the same um, when you're bigger. Now, again, maybe some of these guys aren't that great. Who knows? We'll find out. But right now, you do know that uh, these players are a little bit different and that they look different across the way. And then that leads me to where you are in that uh, linebacking core and in the secondary. The linebacking core, Justin Flo, big guy Justin Flo right there. Um, as Greg Bur or Greg Byrne, as uh, Greg Biggin said uh, multiple times to us, that he believes that. Um, uh, Justin Flo is the best linebacker prospect that he has ever uh, that he has ever uh, uh, graded out in California, and a big reason why is because he's strong, physical. Um, he's strong, physical, and he he's got a uh, he's got an ability to um, get down get downhill and really make some crack cracking plays right there that you don't necessarily see from some of these other players out there. Um, now, Jacob Manu. Again, there are going to be the exceptions to the rules because sometimes little guys can just play football. There are going to be those exceptions at the time. Jacob Manu is one of those guys. He needs people or he needs uh, players to be able to uh, hold off uh, hold off to a certain extent. Um, players, and that's why you got those big men up front. Then, all right, we're going to get to the secondary. But first, Built Bar. What do all these big players probably have in common with themselves? Probably Built Bar. Because these are big players. These are big, strong, physical players. 
And generally, those kind of guys are going to the gym, they're hitting the gym hard, and then they're eating Built Bar afterwards. And the reason that they like Built Bar is because it tastes good. Everybody out there likes things that taste good. My dad likes food that tastes good. I like food that tastes good. Everybody likes food that tastes good. No more of that chalky aftertaste with these protein bars. Built Bar is here to the rescue with that Superman cape flying into your workout, your post-workout right there. All right, now we're going to talk about getting bigger on the other side with some recruits and some secondary players. But again, Built Bar, check it out. The great John Schuster utilizes Built Bar as well. It doesn't work well for him, but he still likes it. So again, check it out, Built Bar. All right, we'll be right back with you. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, we're talking about big players. We're talking about Built Bar. All right, now. Looking in the secondary then, this is probably the best example I can give you of Jetfish trying to get bigger across the board, and it makes sense, and it works. Um, Ephesians Prysock, going to be that dude at about six foot two, um, what, six foot two, 100, or, uh, 195 pounds, something like that on the outside. He's that new age of uh, perimeter, uh, def- or perimeter secondary type guy where he can um, he can get into the bump and run coverage. But when he runs deep, he can also get into it there with T-Mac. With the guys like T-Mac of the world, we've seen that. Again, T-Mac, Arizona's uh, freshman All-American wide receiver, going big, going up, high-pointing balls. But the one thing about him, he's had to go against a player like uh, T-Mac. And T-Mac has had his fair share of battles and his fair share of wins against um uh, excuse me, against uh, t- t- uh, uh, Ephesians Prysock, but it's been vice versa as well. Then you look on the other side, um, you've got, you got Charles Yates Jr. Charles Yates Jr., another player, about six foot, six one, a little bit on the bigger side, probably about 190. Um, very good on the perimeter. Also, a player who um, in the secondary is, um, a guy in the secondary who is, um, I think kind of fits that mold is going to be um, is going to be Genesis Smith. Uh, he Genesis Smith is about six foot one, two hundred and ten pounds already. Um, and not only is he uh, not only is he big, but he's also from a school that matters, which we were going to get to in a second. Um, and uh, but again, Genesis Smith. Fits all of that, fits all of that build right there about a player that you're looking for and a bigger type guy back there in the secondary. And again, Isaiah Taylor probably doesn't really fit into that huge secondary type guy, but he is, I mean, he's bigger, he's more instinctual. Again, it's not a one size fits all, but when in doubt, you want to be able to be bigger out there. That's always going to be able to give you a little bit of a, uh, a little bit of run right there. And one other player too, Robert Polito, obviously on the other side of the ball on the offensive line, six foot eight, 320 pounds, um, was committed to Alabama for the longest time, uh, switched that commitment to the University of Arizona where he wants to back the real A with integrity as he does it as well. So again, you're getting bigger across the board, which leads us to the recruit that Arizona just got that I think proves a lot of different points right here that we all need to be looking at right here. And that is Toby Miller out of Chandler Hamilton High School. Now, 
Uh, Toby Miller is rated as a three-star right now in the 2025 class. He's about six foot five, 340 pounds. He's a massive kid. And I believe when the rankings are, when the scouts really go into it, they can't, uh, they can't put Miller or I think Miller will be better than that. Again, it's early, but he is a massive kid and a guy that Arizona has um, uh, basically uh, prioritized for a long time. Now, We'll get back to the size here in a second, but this also goes to show you, too, that Jed Fish knows what he's doing on the recruiting front because for the longest time, whether it was Dick Tomey, whether it was Mike Stoops, whether it was Rich Rod, the two, two of the four or five schools in the state that really matter, Chandler and Chandler Hamilton, Arizona just couldn't get into. Um, and these this school in the last 20 years, since 2000, these two schools have produced more than 20 NFL players. These are the schools that you need to be able to uh, get into. So far, so good with Jed Fish. Look at some of the players that have been to both those schools. They're expected to be big-time contributors here for Arizona. You got Deuce Davis. You've got Genesis Smith. You've got Toby Miller right there. These are the players that you win games with in state. And Jed Fish has also done the same thing there at South Point Catholic, which has also been very, very refreshing because South Point Catholic, um, that's where – uh, that's, that's the one-stop shop in Tucson. Now, you know, 20 years ago, there was four or five schools. There was Sabino, there was Saguaro, there was, uh, you know, South Point was coming up at that point, uh, Amphi to a certain extent, but right now South Point has essentially gobbled up all the good players. So you need to be able to get into South Point and this coaching staff has done just that. And they are a regular, there watching two massive big, uh, uh, defensive line guys in the 2024 class five-star uh, pass rusher Elijah Rushing, and his counterpart, Kiona Wilhite, who I believe will actually be better than Rushing, and that's not a slight towards Rushing. That is more of a uh, uh, compliment to Kiona Wilhite. But this staff, uh, these these guys right there are bigger players, and they're at prominent schools. And again, that is the epitome of where this class, this staff really uh, – um, that is the epitome of uh, this uh, where this staff uh, really uh, – really, really matters. Um, and honestly, if you can get into the best schools, you got to be able to get into them. And this is, again, we're not, we're not necessarily, um, we're not necessarily, uh, saying that Arizona um, just has to go get these type of schools, but it also goes to show you too, that we've had coaching staffs in the past that did not understand the importance of some of these schools and why they are different. Jed fish gets that. Um, that's in a way that rich rod didn't certainly, or certainly rich rod certainly. Um, now stoops, I think to a certain degree did, but there was, there's always uh, Kevin Sumlin for sure. Didn't get any of that, but there's a lot that Kevin Sumlin didn't get rich or uh, Jed fish gets that. And that's why I think we're very fortunate to have Jed fish as the head coach of the university of Arizona, but back to Toby Miller here for a moment. But first let's take a quick break, but then we're going to talk about where Miller would fit in here. Because again, I think you're going to be looking at an elite level recruit. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, Toby Miller. Um, again, you can't really uh, you can't really come up with these guys. He's six foot five, three hundred and forty pounds. Um, and not only that, he is a road grader. He is a guy who gets down. He gets downhill. He can get into that second level. And I think you're going to continue to see his uh, recruiting rankings take off when he gets more of an opportunity to show himself. Keep in mind. 
He's only a sophomore this past year at one of the most prestigious schools in the state. I think as a junior, you're probably looking at a guy that's all state. Um, and uh, I would imagine that some of the bigger schools will come calling at some point. But you know what? When you're trying to recruit at a better level, you're going to have to go against some of the better schools. That's just the way it is. Sorry, that's just the way it is. Now, um, with uh, uh, with uh, now who could be the next uh, who could be the next target right there? 2025 is a very interesting class here for the U of A because in that 2025 class, you got about. Five guys that have very close connections to the University of Arizona. Um, you've got Tyler Powell's brother is considered the second best prospect in the state in there. Arizona, I believe, is going to use Tyler Powell, not this year, but next year, in a very uh, formative tight end role. Again, bigger guy, Tyler Powell, about six foot seven. Then, um, uh, then the uh, you also have some other players. You've got David Hinton's uh, uh, David Hinton's kid as well up at uh, Scottsdale uh, Saguaro, who again is one of the top 10 players in the state in his class. He's going to be a priority recruit. And then you've also got uh, Desmond Roebuck. Now you might say, Mike, Desmond Roebuck, who's that? He's from Marana. Um, very, comes from a very athletic family. He's at about, uh, he's at about six foot, um, six foot, I don't know, probably about 5'10", 190, or 180, 170, whatever. Very quick, fast, wide receiver. He's been on Arizona's radar for a while. Arizona actually offered him as a freshman. And I would imagine that if Arizona can can get him, they will get him because, again, they've put in the work to try to be able to get uh, Desmond Roebuck. So you got Tyler Powell's brother. You got Toby, uh, you got Toby Miller. You got David Hinton's son. You've got Desmond Roebuck. You've got a lot of different players in there that make a lot of sense then if you're the University of Arizona. And it makes sense for them, too, because you want to be able to recruit, control this in-state recruiting. And keep in mind, too, Kenny Dillingham. I actually like the hire of Kenny Dillingham. I wish I didn't like the hire, but he's kind of a knockoff of Jed Fish in that he's coming with a lot of energy. And I think both of these guys are going to try to recruit the state like no other because they know that you can win a lot of games with keeping the best kids in state. Um, they, uh, um, and that's where I think all of this pretty much lands right here. But getting Toby Miller was a very, very good start to the 2022 uh, or 2025 class because, again, he projects as a big-time player. And I'll tell you this, like I said, his ranking isn't going down. His ranking is only going to go up. He's got that type of ability right there. And – Kids also like going where other kids are going. This is in the day and era, too, where everybody's teaming up, and you've already made a little bit of an impression in Chandler. You're making a little bit of an impression in Hamilton as well, and you just want to be able to hopefully grow that as well because, again, there's a lot to like about both those schools. They're different. In my opinion, the schools that really matter in this state, and, again, there's always exceptions, but in Tucson, it's South Point with – to a, a lesser extent CDO, a much lesser extent CDO, but it's South Point and CDO here. And then up up north, you've got uh, Sawar Scottsdale Saguaro, Scottsdale Chaparral. Then you got both the Chandler schools, Hamilton and Chandler. You get both those schools, 
and you get a foothold in there, you're going to be able to get a lot of good players because the best players generally end up at about those five schools in the state. And I think the uh, the NFL draft, all of that is basically uh, confirms what we're talking about right there. That's where it is unique. That's where it is different. Um, but again, this is a very good get for uh, Jed Fish. And keep in mind, too, the reason that we're giving him so many, uh, so many kudos is a lot of coaches have come in here promising a lot of different things. And while they, uh, um, a lot of this has not come to fruition, at the same time, um, these uh, uh, with these coaches, what Jed Fish has said he's going to do, he said that nobody would outwork him on the recruiting trail, check. He said that they would go after and recruit the best kids in state, check. And you would see those results on the field. You went from, uh, keep in mind, Jed Fish inherited a 12-game losing streak. One win the first year, five wins the second year. And I think Arizona is going to be in that seven-win realm this year. And like I said, a lot of that is because of what Jed Fish is pushing out there. A lot of it is because of what Jed Fish is cooking right now. Get it? Jed Fish cooking? Very funny right there. But again, big, big uh, uh, kudos to the staff for getting Toby Mueller. He's a, a little bit of a different animal right there. And I think you're going to see the... Um, I think you're going to see the uh, uh, the fruits of that labor continue to pay off. I think that this coaching staff in that 2025 class is going to reel in a number of the top in-state kids. All right, we're going to be back with you tomorrow. We're going to talk a we're going to talk a cornucopia of basketball and football, and we might even sprinkle in some of the uh, non-revenue sports as well. But as always. Really appreciate all of you listening to Locked On Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. Thanks for making it your first listen of the day. We will be back with you tomorrow. Back to the A. Talk to you soon.